Welcome to The Notice, a podcast from Otava with host TJ Houski and Melissa Locke. Welcome to episode six of The Notice. <laughs> Mo, we did it. Can't, Half a dozen. Can't believe it. <laughs> Half a dozen. It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. I look forward to seeing you next week in Denver when we're all in person doing some um, on-site work. I think that's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Like I always say, like people in 3D are a lot cooler that's right. uh, that's than, right. than people in 2D. So next week will be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to it. Me too. So what have you been up to? Let's see, still on the road, right? This week, kind of nice though. So last week was, you know, part in Ann Arbor and, you know, part back home. And this week in preparation for travel next week, I get to have a full week home. So it kind of feels weird not being in an airport, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's nice. Nice to be home. How about you? Yeah. Um, good to be home. Looking forward to next week. Um, had several coaching sessions last week with the Clifton Strengths and helping several of our employees write their individual development plans for it's a five year plan, but we're really focusing on, you know, what we're going to do next year and setting some smart goals. So that's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yep. I know coach coaching is your, your, your burning passion. Uh, so I love it and I get it. it. I love it too. Right. People yeah. and investing in people is what life's all about. That's right. Um, so it's awesome, but all right. Well, so today we're, we're kind of stoked. Today's a little bit more casual. We structured mm -hmm. it in our, our season to just have an opportunity to unplug a little bit from the normal cadence and talk a little bit more about internal things, That's right. uh, in this case, culture. So I know that we're really excited. This is something that we could talk forever on, mm -hmm. uh, but, but how culture you know, feeds into the business and how you develop a healthy business over time and what that means. And so we get to talk about that today, which That's I right. think is really cool. Yes, I'm excited. I can always talk about culture and you know it can really make or break a work experience. The small, consistent, everyday activities really do matter. Um, you know, we spend more work awake hours with our work colleagues than we do our, you know, our loved ones. And so work culture really does matter and how we treat each other and how we work through the day and how we make decisions, how we have opportunities to learn. I mean, all those yeah. things do add, the little things do matter. Yeah, it, it does. Right. I think it's, it's funny how I, I do believe you, everybody goes through the season. It's just my belief, obviously only my opinion, but you know, in your younger years of your of your career, it is that you're cultivated in this. You get in, you compartmentalize work from personal. You grow and go as fast as you can through a business. Everybody's taught to, you know, you should want more, achieve more, do more. And then it's after you get through it, make some mistakes or learn forward, right, along the way, that you realize while you're doing all those things, you're missing out on what makes the difference, which is the relationships, the people, and understanding how to interact and yeah. and that's all feeding into culture and uh, so i think it's it's really fun that we get to talk about that today because that's the aha moment hopefully some people get it younger now than <laughs> i did because uh, it's such a value but yeah. uh that's that's where the wealth is at is in the relationships that's so. right that's right all right so before we dig into one of our favorite topics we get to do shout outs yes. uh and so shout outs are are fun it's what's really cool is we've had people now reaching out to us like hey Thanks for shouting out. I watched. It was really neat. So it's it's actually fun to see 
uh, that people are getting what we're intending, which is, you know, giving props to those that make the business successful, which is people and their hard work. Yep. Um, and so who would you like to shout out this week? Yeah, this is an interesting one. So Todd Schurz is the former CEO of Schurz, the parent company of Otava. And he um, put me in a position this past week that really got me out of my comfort zone, which isn't really that hard to do being, you know, an introvert. But, um, you know, learning and growing isn't comfortable. So even though it um, initially I, I might whole being wants to say no, I say yes, because I know that's where you grow. <laughs> and so he put me in a meeting with um, some HR leaders from a company that he works with. And they I was kind of felt like I was kind of on the hot seat. They were um, asking questions about how we engage our managers and how we do our training and and, you know, how how do we measure and you know what do we do with what we measure? And I mean, it was a good conversation, but um, you know, I was of course very uncomfortable. So I just wanted to give a shout out for Todd, who you know put me in, gave me that opportunity um, to answer the questions, to think about things a little bit differently, and helping me grow and sweat. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I can't imagine that that's the first time and only time Todd's ever stretched you. <laughs> it was good. It's good to be stretched. It's good to be pushed a little bit. It's awesome, right? Yeah. Great, great leaders understand that, uh, that it's about stretching. Like, you know, people are like rubber bands, right? We're only as useful as we can be stretched. Uh, and so I think that's awesome. Congratulations. It was, uh, it was fun to hear about it too. So I love it. Uh, let's you? see. My yeah. shout out goes to Sharanya. So I'm going to shout out Sharanya. Sharanya is our senior manager over finance, but I'm going to specifically shout out why. So Sharanya, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, uh, thank you. We appreciate you. So, you know, every business has strategic planning seasons um, and there is a large body of work that occurs during that season. And there's a lot of data, right? There's data that you look at in arrears in your performance. There's data that you look at in your future forecasting, but it's the gathering of the data that is pretty tedious. You know, having to chase down, you know, all of those things that make together for a comprehensive strategic plan. And Sharanya does it and doesn't complain. Right. <laughs> she, or at least complain publicly. <laughs> so, but she pulls it together. She's, she's always properly prepared. She challenges people um, and she just knocks it out of the park. And so for the three and a half years that I've been here um, as a critical resource in the business uh, for, for what we do, you know, Sharanya just does it above and beyond. I think she does a fantastic job. So excited to shout her out for what she does. And there's many people that contribute to that. So uh, if your name's not being mentioned, you're not not being recognized. We shout out for a person. So thank you, Sharanya, in this week. Uh, we appreciate you. Yes, I love working with her. She is so um, brilliant and humble. Agreed, 100%. She's, she's awesome. Yep. So it's, it's awesome to get to shout her out. So well done. about Otava and our culture building. So we've been able to see progress in um, our culture because we, you know, well, culture and our employee engagement, and we measure it year over year. And we use a survey every year. And the most uh, important piece that we look, I wouldn't say most important, but the most common piece that we really zero in is our ENPS. 
And um, ENPS, Employee Net Promoter Score, that's calculated really based on one question. And so in the survey, we ask our employees on a scale of, of zero to 10, how likely would you be to recommend Otava as a great place to work? And we've measured this for several years now. And those who rate the question with a nine or a 10 are promoters or those likely to tell others that Otava is a great place to work. And those who rate six or lower are considered detractors. So you subtract the detractors from the promoters and that's where you get this net promoter score. Um, and so the scale can range from negative 100 to positive 100. And really anything um, on the positive side means you, you, know, you have more promoters than detractors, which is the goal. So not only has Otava seen uh, growth in, their, in the ENPS from the lowest was positive eight to this past um, survey with a positive 43, which is huge growth. Um, we've also seen a decrease in the percentage of detractors from 29% to 4%, which is That's amazing. Nice. And so this is significant improvement and it's really been a, a result of our focus on values and culture and developing our employees and having a little fun along the way and serving each other. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's 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 fun to see, like it's fun to experience. And, you know, what's interesting is I was talking to some friends. So I have friends that are, you know, like-minded people attract and they're all passionate about big leadership. What I mean by big leadership is big influence, you know, leaving an impact. You know, uh, I think the right way to say it is leave something better than the way that you found it. Right. Um, and so in my current role, right, you make decisions that affect everybody simultaneously. You know, you know, you know it, it doesn't just affect one person. And what's interesting is that as people, we tend to focus on negative, not positive, right? So if you were to spend a lot of time talking to people about, have you ever worked in a negative culture? Oh my gosh. <laughs> they come out of the woodworks, they're like, yes. And let me tell you why it was negative and all of the things. So true. But equally interesting is you spend time with people and you say, hey, like, what is a positive culture like? And most people can't describe it, like right out of the gate, because you tend to focus on the negative, right? And what's been interesting working here and getting to participate amongst other great leaders to turn culture around is how it takes time. That's the nugget. Yes. It is It is not instantaneous. The commitment to it and the perspective of moving from a negative to a positive mindset and what you want for outcomes, that, that can be instantaneous. Yeah. But the, the course of change, it takes time. It's That's a year-over-year right. year focus. It's an intentional investment. It isn't something that gets better just because you want it to. You have to, you have to marry the decisions with action, which is why we say do a decision, yes. right? Um, and so it's really fun to now see how folks are more aware of the culture difference. We've had people tell us, and I think this is one of the best compliments that, you know, this is a, it's a competitive market that we're in and an industry, right? Overall. And we have people all the time get recruited and they evaluate opportunities mm -hmm. and they feel safe enough to tell us about their recruitment, which is great. But we've had so many people tell us they chose to stay and not necessarily that like, well, you know, it's, it's better money because money's just one element. That's right. It's I've stayed because I, I really appreciate how different this culture is. And I don't know that I'm going to get that there. And I love what I'm a part of. So I think that says a lot about what we're doing and, and, you know, how we measure that. So, 
Yes. Um, it's, yeah. it's been good also rewarding for me when I get to share that information during an interview or an employee's first few days and getting to share how we, um, how we treat people, what our focus is, what our values are, how those show up, um, our rock band mentality that we um, have with how we serve each other. Uh, employees get energized by that. And I will tell you that that is, I would say it's the number one question I'm asked during interviews now. Um, you know, money and benefits are part of it and you know, work-life balance, but more people are asking about the culture and that is their primary focus. So I'm like, what is encouraging you, you know, to apply here? Why are you leaving? I am just looking for a great culture where I can learn and grow and be a part of something awesome. And that's why I'm here uh, interviewing with you today. And that, that speaks volumes because that means someone told them about us, they've learned about us. And so it, all these years, it's just kind of compounding and snowballing and the positive effects of this investment in our culture. Yeah. Amen. I couldn't agree. I, I think it's important to talk about too, especially if you're somebody that watches us and, you know, you're, you know, genuinely, maybe you're like, well, how does this apply to me? And that was the goal, right? Of the notice in general was whether it's internal or external, yeah. humanize the firm, connect it to thought leadership yeah. in different areas in ways of like, what are you connected to that can add value? I think that's more important than just speeds and feeds, though we'll talk about that. There's a lot of things that go into a company and what value they bring to others. But there's something really important to call out, which is if you look at the data points, culture has improved since 2020 till present. At a time where the whole world went from a massive shift of what was central employment, like physically present, people in the building, to like everybody, we had to come up with an on a new strategy of how to do a distributed workforce. Yep. A percentage of them are 100% work from home. We have, by nature of our business, an around the sun you know, services coverage. And so we have international, we have domestic resources. All of those real headwinds that come into just operating a business exist for Otop. Yep. And so it's been a learning experience. It isn't like we had a plan that said on day one, you know, if a pandemic hits, this is what we're going to do, right? That was a real market headwind. That was a real global impact. Yep. And we said, oh my gosh, like everybody, how are we going to respond? And so kudos to all the leadership that's gone into that and all the people that have participated because it isn't just the numbers trended up. They're continually growing and you see it in, in other areas, but it's also in the conditions in which it was operated. And I think that's that says a lot about the leadership that is participating in developing the culture because one person can wreck a culture. Yes, I firmly believe absolutely. that. Absolutely. Genuinely. You got to pull the weeds uh, from the garden in order to keep it healthy. But equally, one person can start a new focus on culture and then marrying that with the right leadership team and permeating that through the organization. You can create a massive change. And I think that's what we're seeing is the law of reaping and sowing, you know, over time with a commitment and a focus on people first, mm -hmm. which is our greatest focus. Uh, and then the rest, in my opinion, it falls into place. So. Yeah, and we've talked about this a few times, and I think the snowball effect kind of happens when your culture starts to shift and the outliers, those yeah. little, dis those few disruptors who just don't quite, you know, buy into what we're yep. doing, they stick out um, a lot more yep. vibrantly, and you can easily identify them and, and make some changes where needed, if needed, or address it. Um, and that has helped us, I think, move progress forward a little bit faster too. Yeah, I think so too. It's been fun to see. And 
again, you know, the, the data points, you know, they, they give you things to reflect on. They don't tell the whole story, um, but they, they can give you the trend and they can see that are, are the things that we're doing working and then how could we do better? And I guess the last thing that I think is important for us to say, because we've talked about this privately, we've shared this certainly with leaders sent out a communication this year before the engagement campaign. And that is, you know, some people say they're committed to culture, but they don't actually ever really do anything that demonstrates that commitment. Um, and what I appreciate about what we've been able to do is we seek the engagement, we get the feedback, including open-ended questions. We sit down and review those, you know, anonymous submissions, but re relative or relevant feedback. And we really challenge ourselves like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, how accurate is this? And what could we do better? Like, what's our ownership in this, that this person feels this way, positive or negative, that's right. right? You got to take both because there's always room for improvement. And I think that that's gone a long way too, is that when people see that you're genuinely committed to, we're not just checking the box. This is something that we measure against our business health and how we're doing. Uh, it goes a long way. I agree so, with that hundred percent. Yeah. And we do take it seriously across, um, you know, Otava does the survey, every company in Dershers does the survey and it's That's timed right. at this time of year specifically because we're going into strategic planning. So what are those tweaks That's and right. adjustments and, and budget changes we need to make to address what showed up in the survey? That's right. It's important. It's awesome. So TJ, I want you to tell us how you've benefited from development opportunities and grown your career here at Otava. You know, it's been quite a remarkable journey for you and I think it's worth sharing. Tell us about it. Sure. I mean, we, we joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> from, from the, from, from utility to service all the way through. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it, I think the best way to tell the story, you know, there's an ongoing joke still to this day from folks like Ben Bishop and others when I joined the organization back in 2020, that I was an undercover boss. <laughs> like, that, like that show yes. that I I joined to really like find out what was going on before I would get moved into leadership <laughs> roles, right? Um, but I got to tell you, I've had a blast. So I, I joined the organization in 2023. I was part of the technical team on... Oh, sorry. 2020. See the math. It's 2023. Now we won't even cut that out. We want you to see that anybody can do this. Right. And so you rewind the clock to 2020 or the year that shall remain nameless. And I joined the organization in the network team. So technical, um, and started to work with resources, uh, focused on that, that section of our products and technology and our customers. And it was a lot of fun and I miss it in some ways. I miss it because it was such a good time hanging out. Uh, with folks that are in that season of their career, incredibly passionate about something that we sh we share in common, um, and it was a lot of fun. Like, but it was also extremely educational uh, because not only on the technical side did I learn, but I got really inspired by the things I'm passionate about in leadership and mentoring, coaching, and helping other folks, and then how to do that in business. I saw, hey, there's an opportunity here to serve. Like that, I could take the talents and skills that I'd been gifted with and put them to a greater level of use. Um, and as, as the teams would joke, like a much better use than my current technical aptitude, it seems, um, and, and move into different roles. And so I moved from the networking up and through our support operations group and doing services, service delivery and leadership over those groups, uh, and then moved up again into the executive uh, level leadership, really helping with different areas, product, technology, engineering, security, 
uh, operations and had a really great blessing to work through the business and learn and contribute to different areas before ultimately moving into really this, this leadership position, which I think people confuse what chief executive officer means. It, some days it's an equipping officer, some days it's encouragement, you know, yeah. some days uh, it's empowerment, but at the end of the day, it's a service role. And, you know, your, your job is to steward the business, uh, both in, you know, it's growth, right? Obviously, we're, you're a for-profit business. But more importantly, I think your job is to steward the people through that business to achieve that unified outcome uh, that you want. So uh, that's been my journey. And I can tell you that what has kept me motivated and wanting to do more at Otava year over year over year, it is the culture. Like it is the people. It is. The, it, and when I say Otava, I mean Shures. Like to, to your point earlier, to have had an opportunity to spend some time before Todd retired, mm -hmm. deservedly so. Uh, but to get to spend a little bit of time with him or Jesse, our chief financial officer, or Chris Dottel or Scott Schurz or John Reardon now, our chief yeah. executive officer. And certainly you, I can't have to tell you how many times if, if you listen, like I feel like I spend a lot of time on Mo's couch in therapy of like, what should I do as a leader to continue to grow and stretch? And she coaches me through. She's fantastic at that. Um, uh, that's why I like it and uh, or love it is the right word choice. But it's it's been a lot of fun here and, and hopefully we'll get to continue to enjoy the ride for, for a foreseeable future for some time to come. So. Yeah. It's an, it's really a remarkable story and you earned it. I, I appreciate that. It's, it's a team effort. So I'm thankful for the opportunity, but anything that we've achieved, uh, we genuinely have achieved with a lot of people that have participated. And so, uh, and that's, that's a special thanks to you as well. There's been a ton of coaching that you have given me that you continue to give. And I think, I think that's a big piece to shout out for folks if you're looking at what's the most effective way to develop culture quickly, and that is to be coachable, that's like true. to be coachable, to be teachable, to be open to feedback, to not take offense, and to understand the heart condition of the person giving you that message is, do they want, hopefully, you've built that culture that they want better for you, and so they're willing to give you that, cult, that, that feedback so that you can grow and equally you give that same. And I know that that's what's really contributed to my success is getting coaching. And sometimes you don't even want what you're getting, but you're like, I need it. So just like keep it coming. <laughs> well, we'll get, I think so I that goes it. back. We feel like a broken record, but it does all start with relationship. You can't, you are not open to coaching from someone if you haven't developed a relationship with them and, and 100%. understand that heart uh, that it's coming from. So hundred percent. Yep. Oh. It's good stuff. Now for this episode's one story in one minute. All right. So this is my favorite time. It is 60 seconds or less. This is the story, but I know you got your timer over there and, yeah, you know, and, and I, I'm not going to say that last time you, one minute was two and a half minutes and that I beat you because you're not competitive, but <laughs> All that being said, 60 seconds, I've got my timer because, you know, trust issues. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. So okay. here we go. You got your story. 60 seconds or less. Go. Okay. Let me start mine too. Yes. You know, trust. So it's Cybersecurity Awareness Week or month. So I'm get, going to share a story. This is an example of something that literally happened to me this week. So I received a text from PayPal with a verification code. So I'm like, oh, great. Someone's trying to get into my account, right? But 
Following that, I got a phone call from PayPal security. They're like, hey, we noticed there was some activity on your account and I need you to give me that verification code that I just sent to you. So for about half a second, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. So this is just a warning to everyone. Be careful. Stop and think. Don't do it like impulsive. Just stop and think about it and never share a verification code that you didn't ask for. Good stuff. Champ. I'm the champ. 53 seconds. <laughs> I No, I'm not competitive at all. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can only imagine like what board games are like. Well, we're gonna have to try that together. I just I might have it. I'm, it's probably like a full contact sport in your house. <laughs> have you ever played spoons? That is a contact game. I, full contact game for sure. There have been injuries. I, I dig it. I can't wait. Workman's comp expanded. Here we go. <laughs> I dig it. You're right, All though. Right. It's it's important to be aware of, uh, uh, especially right now. It's sophisticated attacks, whole it new is. game. Um, so it's it's uh, it's important to be aware, be cautious, be extra cautious, overly extra. concerned, paranoid a little yep. bit. Won't it won't hurt you in this area. <laughs> so yeah, and especially going into you know the holiday season, more shopping, yep. more online. I mean, they're out to get you. So just for, be extra for sure. Vigilant. For yeah. sure. Well, that's a wrap for our sixth podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining us. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, and if you have topics you'd like for us to tackle, send them our way. We've just shared today that we will take the uncomfortable. We'll get out of our comfort zone and talk about something a little bit. So send it, um, send it our way. And then TJ, what do we have coming up on the next podcast? Man, I'm so stoked. So obviously there's some lead time, right? When we're inviting people to participate, yeah. calendars and things that we're doing. And, and some of that's coming around now. So next week, uh, we get to introduce from our On the Road campaign, one of our strategic partners on the technology side um, is the CEO of a company called Com Division, Mr. Eves Sanford. And I'm really excited nice. for you to get to hear from him. Incredible thought leadership. He has been in cloud and advanced technologies for over 30 years. Um, I always like oh, to yeah. joke and say he's for, probably forgotten more about cloud and emerging technologies than most people are ever <laughs> going to learn. He is a true and recognized right. thought leader, he and his firm and his team. So really excited to spend time with him. So if you are geared up to wanting to learn more on the technical side and more where the industry and the trends are going, this is definitely an episode that you don't want to miss. Um, and so come on and hang out. We're excited to introduce you to Com Division. Awesome. Well, that sounds amazing. I can't wait. I'm stoked. All right. Okay. It's that time. Let's see if, let's see what if do we, we can say? do it. Ready? Three, two, one. We can't do it. Do a decision. <laughs> what are these, on this, this whole like delay thing is going to allow us to do it at the same time. So <laughs> do a decision. Okay. Thanks so much for spending time with us. Bye guys. Day.